0: What a mess. It is now, as I record this, about 4 a.m. in the morning. We still have no idea what the results are from the Iowa caucuses. And there appears to be several broken parts of the voting process in Iowa. I am hesitant to call it rigged, but it is highly unprofessional and completely broken and that we had so long to prepare the infrastructure of this election and it ended up so woefully incompetent is really a state of our current democracy. I'm on my way to New Hampshire to campaign for Bernie Sanders. Let me talk about last night. This is Sean King and you are listening to the, the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown The the, the, the Breakdown Tom Perez, who is the head of the Democratic National Committee, in my opinion, should resign immediately. Like, this week, I think, has been the worst week of his entire tenure as head of the DNC, really for two reasons, And, and both are... Enormous. First, as you may have seen this week, he changed the rules for Michael Bloomberg to enter the Democratic debates. And this comes after a year of several major nominees or or candidates, rather, and organizations and others saying, hey, could you please alter the rules so that more candidates of color can be a part of the process? Cory Booker made an official request for them to change the rules so that they would lower the number of donors or what you had to be, uh, what percentage you had to be in the polls. My friend Julian Castro requested that they change the rules. And each time a candidate requested it, they always said, no, we can't change the rules. These rules were already set. You can't change them while this process is in motion. And so... Candidate after candidate dropped out because they really couldn't meet the threshold of needing to be in the debate. They might have had all the donors they needed, but wouldn't have the percentages in the polls or they would have the percentages in the polls and and wouldn't have the donors that they needed. And so the DNC said, no, no, we're not going to change the rules. And then suddenly. Michael Bloomberg asked that they change the rules and they then completely dropped the donor threshold altogether. They didn't lower it for Michael Bloomberg. All of a sudden, they said, you no longer need a certain number of donors to participate in the debate. After nearly a year of saying they wouldn't even lower it a little bit, suddenly they change it for Michael Bloomberg, a billionaire who has virtually no grassroots support, virtually no donors. For most of his campaign so far, he hasn't even accepted donations. And all of a sudden, they change the rules and allow him in the debate in Nevada. And if I'm correct, he's not even on the ballot in Nevada. Why would you do that? And it, I mean, just woefully incompetent. And it's not only like, let, let me say this. And I, I mean, I don't mean it as a backhanded compliment, but Cory Booker and Julian Castro are as loyal to the Democratic Party as any two people could be. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I mean that earnestly. Like these two men, are firmly a part of the Democratic Party and they request for rule changes and it doesn't happen then Michael Bloomberg who's been a Republican most of his life who literally campaigned for George Bush to be elected president who in 2018 Michael Bloomberg gave millions of dollars to a Republican running for Senate in Pennsylvania who he helped win in a a, a blue wave where the Democrat barely lost by 1% Michael Bloomberg was the single largest donor for the Republican in that race. And they changed the rules for him. My friends at the Sunrise Movement, one of the leading uh, uh, climate organizations in the country, requested that there be a climate debate. And the DNC said, no, 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 we can't change the rules. All the debate dates are set. Nothing can change. And so there was no climate debate. And yet they let Michael Bloomberg in. It was a low point to me for the the leadership of Tom Perez. And I did not think it could get any lower until a complete debacle in Iowa, in the Iowa caucuses, that the Democratic Party, and I have to, you know, just as a, as a quick aside, the federal government does not run the primaries. I mean— there is an argument for and against that the the party the party runs the primaries so the republican party runs the republican primaries the democratic party runs the democratic primaries there is a a measure of federal oversight but they are largely managed from the top down by the party and that this election season started earlier than any election season in american history that we had years in essence, to prepare just for the Iowa caucus. And that here we are early morning the next day with no official results listed with county chairs, uh, 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 precinct captains all over Iowa saying that the app that they were asked to use to enter in their results is broken. We're now hearing that the company that provided the app has several major conflicts of interest, including being financially supported by the campaign of mayor Pete. It's like, hold oh, on, what one of the candidates is also giving financially to the creator of the app used to tally the ballots. Like, no, oh, come on. How can this be so broken? And, I had to take a step back and realize that really democracy is broken in this country. The president of the United States abused his office, violated policies and laws to to try to coerce a foreign government to investigate or not, not even investigate, just announce an investigation into one of his rivals. He was then impeached by the House and then the Senate wouldn't even call a single witness. Our democracy is in trouble. Like we have a a fascist, a demagogue, as president of the United States, our our democracy is in deep trouble when the Democratic Party bends and breaks and changes the rules for a billionaire to buy his way into the race, but won't do it for a Latino man or a black man who asked for the same type of request and change. It's disturbing that we had a year to prepare the systems and infrastructure in Iowa. And this is what we get. It's a it's a black eye on the state of Iowa, like voters and people, everyday people who worked so hard in Iowa should not should not have to deal with this it it makes the whole state look bad when this was not on them and um i'm i'm deeply frustrated i'm on my way to new hampshire this morning i'm about to rush out to catch a flight i'll be in new hampshire campaigning all day for the bernie sanders campaign uh on college campuses and then we're doing a live event tonight with bernie sanders um during the State of the Union, <laughs> like yeah. who need who needs Trump's State of the Union, and why should we show it any measure of respect that he does not does not deserve and did not earn? And so, I'll be tracking all day what's happening in Iowa. Um, hardly got any sleep last night because of it, but uh, I'll be tracking all day. It's uh, it's clear that Bernie did well that Joe Biden clearly struggled, and um, we'll, we'll just watch closely for the results. I'll be back tomorrow with an update on how things went in New Hampshire, on how things we believe went in Iowa. Um, I, I'm hesitant to jump the gun, and any campaign that does so, does so really at peril to the process, even the process is broken and so you already have candidates declaring victory when no official results have been released but um we're going to push back and certainly this process hurts the winners of Iowa the whoever came in first and second place and really protects those who did horribly and uh it's it's disturbing so I'll be back I'm frustrated I'm pissed I'll be back tomorrow. I appreciate each and every one of you. Let's keep on pushing for good. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break, 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 break.